0: Chapter 20 of Mother's Nursery Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chelsea Woods. Mother's Nursery Tales by Catherine Pyle. Chapter 20. There was once a girl who was so idle and lazy that she would do nothing but sit in the sunshine all day. She would not bake, she would not brew, she would not spin, she would not sew. One morning her mother lost patience with her entirely and gave her a good beating. The girl cried out until she could be heard even into the street. Now it so chanced the queen of the country was driving by at the time, and she heard the cries. She wished to find out what the trouble was, so she stopped her coach and entered the house. She went through one room after another, and presently came to where the girl and her mother were. "'What is all this noise?' she asked. "'Why is your daughter crying out?' The mother was ashamed to confess what a lazy girl she had for a daughter, so she told the queen what was not true. "'Oh, your majesty,' she cried, "'this girl is the worry of my life. She will do nothing but spin all day. I have spent all my money buying flax for her. This morning she asked me for more, but I have no money left to buy it.' It was because of that she began to cry, as you heard. The queen was very much surprised. "'This girl of yours must be a very fine spinner,' she said you must bring her to the palace for there is nothing i love better than spinning bring her to-morrow and if she is as wonderful a spinner as i suspect she shall be to me as my own daughter and shall have my eldest son as a husband when the girl heard she was to go to the palace and spin she was terrified she had never spun a thread in her life and she feared that when the queen found this out she would be angry and would have her punished however she dared say nothing the next day she and her mother went to the palace and the queen received them kindly the mother was sent home again but the daughter was taken to a tower where there were three great rooms all filled with flax see said the queen here is enough flax to satisfy you for a while at least when you have spun all this you shall marry my son and after that you shall have all the flax you want now you may begin and to-morrow i will come see how much you have done so saying the queen went away closing the door behind her no sooner was the girl alone than she burst into tears. Not if she lived a hundred years could she spin all that flax. She sat and cried and cried and cried. The next morning the queen came back to see how much she had done. She was very much surprised to find the flax untouched, and the girl sitting there with idle hands. How is this? she asked. Why are you not at your spinning? The girl began to make excuses. I was so sad at being parted from my mother that I could do nothing but sit and weep. I see you have a tender heart, said the queen, but to-morrow you must begin to work. When I come again, I shall expect to see a whole roomful done. After she had gone, the girl began to weep again. She did not know what was to become of her. Suddenly the door opened, and three ugly old women slipped into the room. The first had a splay foot. The second had a lip that hung down to her chin. The third had a hideous, broad thumb. The girl looked at them with fear and wonder. Who are you? she asked. The one with the splayfoot answered, We are three spinners. We know why you are weeping, and we have come to help you. But before we help you, you must promise us one thing. That is that when you are married to the prince, we may come to your wedding feast. That you will let us sit at your table, and that you will call us your aunts. Yes, yes, I will, cried the girl. She was ready to promise anything, if they would only help her. At once the splayfoot sat down at the wheel and began to spin and tread. She, with the hanging lip, moistened the thread and the woman with the broad thumb pressed and twisted it. They worked so fast that the thread flowed like a swift stream. Before the next evening they had finished the whole room of flax. When the queen came again she was delighted to find so much done. To-morrow, she said, you shall begin in the second room. The next day the girl was taken into the second room, and it was larger than the first, and was also full of flax. Scarcely had the queen left her when the door was pushed open and the three old women came into the room. Remember your promise, they said. I remember, answered the girl. The old women then took their places and began to spin. Before the next evening they had finished all the flax that was in the room. When the queen came to look at what had been done, she was filled with wonder. Not only had all the flax in the room been spun, but she had never seen such smooth and even threads. Tomorrow, she said, you shall spin the flax in the third room, and the day after you shall be married to my son. The third day all happened just as it had before the girl was taken to the third room and it was even larger than the others scarcely had she been left alone when the three old women opened the door and came in remember your promise they said i will remember answered the girl the old women took their places and before night all the flax was spun then they rose to-morrow will be your wedding day and we will be at the feast if you keep your word to us all will go well with you but if you forget it misfortune will surely come upon you then they disappeared through the door as they had come, the eldest first. When the queen came that evening, she was even more delighted than before. She had never seen such thread, so smooth it was and even. The girl was led down from the tower and dressed in silks and velvets and jewels, and when thus dressed, she was so beautiful that the prince was filled with love and joy at the sight of her. The next day they were married, and a grand feast was spread. To this feast all the noblest in the land were invited. The bride sat beside her husband and he could look at no one else she was so beautiful just as the feast was about to begin the door opened and the three old women who had spun the flax came in the prince looked at them wonderingly he had never seen such hideous ugly creatures before who are these he asked of the girl these she said are my three old aunts and i have promised they shall sit at the table with us for they have been so kind to me that no one could be kinder the girl then rose and went to meet the old women welcome my aunt she said and led them to the table the prince loved the girl so dearly that all she did seemed right to him he commanded that places shall be put for the old women and they sat at the table with him and his bride they were so hideous however that the prince could not keep his eyes off them at length he said to the eldest forgive me good mother but why is your foot so broad from threading my son from threading the thread she answered and the prince wondered he turned to the second woman and you good mother he said why does your lip hang down from wetting the thread she answered from wetting the thread the prince was frightened he spoke to the third woman and you why is your thumb so broad if i may ask it from pressing and twisting she answered from pressing and twisting the prince turned pale if this is what comes from spinning he said never shall my bride touch the flax again and so it was never was the girl allowed even to look at a spinning-wheel again and that did not trouble her as you may guess as for the old women they disappeared as soon as the feast was over and no one saw them again but the bride lived happily forever after End of chapter twenty